everyone, and welcome to today's episode of The Digital Flash. This is where we talk about the big trends in technology and digital marketing. I'm your host, Rob Farrell. Today, we're going to talk about how you can build your own online personal brand. My guest today is Wendy Van Gelst. She's the social media and content manager with Sage. So, Wendy, it's great to have you on board today. Great to be here. Maybe you can tell everyone at home a little bit more about yourself. Yes, absolutely. Um, so um, I'm responsible for social media and uh, the content part, of course, fits in with social media because content is part of social media. Um, but social media is very broad. So I'm responsible for all our organic social media. So everything we share across our uh, Facebook handles, our Twitter handles, um, but also our paid social media. So advertising um, and social selling which is, of course, a very important part of social media. So I train people here in Sage to make sure that they understand how to use social media uh, in the right way and to build up their personal brand in the right way. So you're kind of like their in-house social media consultant at Sage, able to tell your colleagues what they need to know and give them a hand. Um, yes and no. Um, yes, I'm helping people out, but I'm, of course, doing the work itself as well. It's not that I'm only telling other people how to do it. I'm very hands-on myself as well. So I'm in the platforms, I'm working with the content. So it's not that I'm only consulting, absolutely not. It's a bit of both, actually. That sounds really interesting, Wendy. Is this something that you really enjoy? Absolutely, yeah. And I'm actually so passionate about it that um, I'm also spending my free time on social media. And with that, I don't mean spending time on my Facebook feed. Uh, but I, lo- I love to write about it. I like to make videos about social media. So I like to create my own content as well. And I find it really important to share my experience because I know so- social media is still quite new for a lot of people, especially social selling. And uh, I feel like I have the opportunity to share my experience and, and my opinion to- with other people so they can learn and be successful. And I can learn from others as well. So it's, it's absolutely something that is, to me, it's not only work, it's absolutely my hobby and my passion. That sounds great. So maybe we can tell the audiences why and how they can build their own online personal brand. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's good to start with what is your personal brand? Because um, everybody nowadays has social media profiles. So think about your Facebook page, your Twitter account, Instagram, Pinterest, uh, we can mention all the all the, the the different social media channels, but we all have profiles, and all those profiles together are your online personal brand. And that means that when people search for you, they will find you and they will learn about you from those profiles that you have. So your online personal brand is your presence online. And when we talk about building a personal brand um, in a business. Uh, setting so when you're looking for a job or you're looking for new customers or you're looking to grow your own business your personal brand can help you so your personal brand is it's, it's almost your your, uh, your visit card to people so it's an introduction to who you are and when you build your personal brand in a way that you position yourself as an industry expert so you're good at something you're knowledgeable about something people can learn something from you then you start to build your professional personal brand. So it's the next step after having social media channels. It's basically sharing your knowledge and your expertise online. And that helps you. So that's answering the question why. 
it helps you when you want to get a promotion in the company you work for because people know you're good at something, you're passionate about something. It helps you to, to get your dream job. So it shows to people that you're knowledgeable, that you have experience, but it also helps you to find new customers and prospects. People start to trust you. They see you again as an expert, so they know they can learn something from you. And when people start to trust you, that's when they start to think about buying your products. So your personal brand helps you in all different ways to be successful as a professional, whether it's a business owner, somebody who comes straight out of college or somebody who works in a big company. It's benefiting you as a professional. So then it really is kind of an investment in yourself and you can get those returns. So it's not just about the business. It's about investing your time and your effort in yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So if, if business is looking into using social selling, because personal branding is part of social selling. And when we talk about personal branding in a, a business environment, a lot of companies talk about social selling. So uh, working with their employees to sell their products. But it's really important for those businesses to understand that they first need to invest in the personal brands of their employees. So they need to understand, first of all, why is this relevant for me? How is it going to help me? And when they have a strong personal brand, so when people start to trust their employees, that's when they can start talking about products. So it's really, really important that it's building a personal brand first before you can use it for social selling or before a business can get the benefits from your personal brand. And the company you work for is only part of your personal brand. It's absolutely not who you are. It's part of who you are. I like that you mentioned earlier on that the personal brand comes first and then the business brand comes after it. So with that in mind, maybe you could tell us how we can use social media to build our own online brand. Um, well, it, it all starts with having complete profiles. So because people will find you online and your profile is the first thing they will see. So when I take LinkedIn as an example, LinkedIn is the most difficult one to have it complete, but it's also the most powerful one because of the amount of information you can share. So when you start to build your personal brand, it's really important that you look at the basics. So how does your profile look like? Is it complete? Do you have a good profile picture? Do you have a compelling headline? Do you have a good summary that explains to people what kind of value they can get from you? Do you have rich media like videos, um, slide shares that back up what you tell in your summary? And is your profile rich enough for people to learn from you, to trust you, to see you as an industry expert? And that's exactly the same for Twitter or any other channel that you would like to use for your personal brand. So that's where it all starts. And that, that's really for me the basics of a personal brand before you even start to think about sharing content. Because when you start to share content and people see something they find interesting and they want to know who you are, they will visit your profile. And when they have a bad experience on your profile because it's not complete or it's just a resume where you tell people that you always hit your targets and that you always overachieve, you will scare them away. So you're losing the value of your personal brand. So it's really important that you keep that in mind and that you make your profile interesting for the people that you want to reach and the people who will visit your profile. Okay, so it really is about having a good profile and some good content. But what is the role of content in building our own online personal brand? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, there's one thing I want to mention first, because we, we always talk about sharing content and we always think that that's the key for success on social media. And yes, it is important, but listening to people is more important. 
So you need to understand first what the people you want to reach are interested in. You need to understand what they talk about, what the conversations are, what the type of content they share before you can start to share your own content. So when you know what's interesting for the people you want to reach, so you know what they're interested in and what they want to learn from you, then it's all about sharing content. And when you um, use your personal brand for your business or um, for the company you work for, so let's take that as an example, um, I always like to use the 411 rule. So when you share uh, six pieces of content per day, per week, that really depends on what you want to do with your profiles. But you need to keep in mind that you four times share content that is about the industry or the market that you are positioning yourself in. So it's not about you. It's not about the business you work for. It's um, content around uh, innovations, uh, trends going on, um, 10 tips to be successful. So it's all content where people can learn something from you. Then one piece of content is about your business or the company you work for. And that can be product specific, but that can also be a competition or a campaign that you run. And then one piece of content is more personal content. And of course, with personal content, it's a bit different across the different channels. So with LinkedIn, uh, you could share a picture where you're having um, a working session with colleagues or you're attending a workshop or you're doing something within the company you work for or with the business that you own. But it shows people your real person so they can see the person behind your profile. And when we talk about Twitter, it can be even more personal, like a nice sunset during your holiday or maybe a nice glass of beer that you're drinking in the sun. But it's really important that you show people that there's a person behind your profile. Because people love to connect with people and not with content machines. So that personal part, although it's only one piece out of the six, is really valuable for people to start connecting with you and that will benefit your personal brand. Okay, so you mentioned that you produce your own content, Wendy. Maybe you could give the guys at home a little bit more of an idea of some of the types of content and the topics and examples that you create. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. So um, because I'm so passionate about social media, most of my content is about social media and about social selling. So um, I have my own blog where I write about social selling. And uh, for me, the most important input to write new blog posts is based on questions that people have. And somebody asked me, how do I get more followers on Twitter? How can I write a good email? Um, what is social selling? Why should I use social selling? Um, what is a personal brand? All those questions help me to create new content. And because people ask me those questions, I know I'm adding value when I write a blog post about it. because I know it's something that's on people's minds. I also make videos because video content nowadays is even more important. So we're now in a world where people like to consume information via video. I think we're all very familiar with if you need help, you just go to YouTube and you search for a video and somebody explains you how to do it. It's the exact same thing with building your personal brand. It's when, you get, when you're capable of creating a video where you explain something to the people you want to reach, you're directly creating that connection with people because they can see you, they can hear you, they, they have a bit of an interaction, which is most of the time more engaging than writing a blog post. It doesn't mean that we don't, sh we don't write any blog posts anymore. Blogs are still really important and still something that people like to consume. But it's good to keep in mind that um, when you start to create your own content, you don't have to stick to one type of content. 
So you can say uh, you do a video once, you do a blog post once, um, as long as it all relates to each other and as long as it's all relevant for the people you want to reach. So some of the examples of blog posts that I've done in videos are very hands-on, as I said, how to get more followers, where I take people through the steps of what you should do on Twitter to get more followers. But I also find it very important that I always speak from my own opinion. So I will never claim that somebody else is not right, or I will never claim that I'm the one who knows everything the best. Absolutely not. I'm sharing my opinion and what works for me. And I experience when you do that, so that's, again, part of your personal brand. When you explain something from your own opinion, people can never say that you're wrong or right, because that's your experience. So that's something everybody can do, whether you work in a B2B environment like myself, but also in B2C, or you're not even in sales or in marketing, you do something completely different. When you write about your own experience and what you think is important and what you think that other people can help, you're always doing the right thing. So I always tell people, just put a, a note on, on your desk. And when somebody asks you something, you think it's an interesting question, write it down. And it's a great way to create a list of topics you can write about when you want to create content. I see. So you use feedback and questions from the audience as kind of ways to get ideas for content that you should create. And you then respond to your audiences kind of en masse through that content that you create. Absolutely, yeah. It's all about having conversations with people and listening to people before you start to talk about yourself. It's the same with using your personal brand to be active in communities. You see a lot of LinkedIn groups uh, where people have conversations with each other about a specific topic or communities outside of social media and they're getting more and more important because people like to be in an environment that's safe where they can ask questions and get the help. So when you position yourself as an industry expert, you're active in those communities. So you listen to what people need and what they're looking for and you give them valuable information. Next time when they look for a product, they come to you because you help them in it. You had them before and you understand what they're struggling with. You understand what they're dealing with. You understand their situation. So they're more willing to listen to you than to somebody who's only talking about the great products that they sell and that they're the best out there. We all know now that marketing doesn't always mean the one with the biggest budget is the best one. We now know that the people behind the company and behind the nice marketing messages that we have are more important than only the marketing message. So we've learned so much today about how we can build our own online brand, about the role of content and about social media. Um, so maybe we can give the guys some tips at home about how they can manage their own social media presence. So um, it's very important that you're consistent on social media. It's such a fast-moving environment. When you look at Twitter and you look at your, your, your Twitter feed, it's amazing how much content you see coming up every minute, almost every second. So it's really important that you are consistent and that you understand what consistency means across the different platforms. So when we talk about Twitter, uh, take my own profile as an example. Um, I share a lot of tweets per day. So I use a tool called Hootsuite to schedule in all my content. It's a free tool and I find it really easy to use. So in the morning when I come into the office, I take 15 minutes to schedule all my tweets for the whole day. That means that that part is done. 
I still check in on my Twitter account to see if people interact with my content and to interact with people. But I don't have to think about, oh, I need to share something because that's all done. That's taken care of. Uh, with LinkedIn, consistency means one or two posts per day. So LinkedIn is not a platform where you share 10 or 12 posts per day. But LinkedIn is also a platform where you spend some time in a LinkedIn group or where you interact with people's content, where you send messages to people. But the key for success is that when you pick the channels that you want to use, whether it's Instagram or it's Twitter or it's Facebook, that you understand what is consistency on this platform and then try to stick to it. And don't forget about the weekends because a lot of people seem to switch off during the weekends where you see the best results. And, and from my own experience, the best results that I share on the Sunday evening, for example, is that's the time when people all switch off so they have the time to consume content. And if we all stop sharing content over the weekend, it means there's a big opportunity for the people who actually start to share content during the weekend. So again, use a tool like Hootsuite, Buffer, or TweetDeck to schedule in some content for the weekends as well and for the evenings to make sure that you reach people when they have the time to consume your content. Social media, when you switch off for a couple of days, people will lose you because they don't see any content from you coming anymore and there's so much other stuff out there. People are not waiting for you to share something. There's enough other interesting content. So it's up to you to make sure that you get in front of people at the right time with the right message. Wendy, you mentioned earlier on about scheduling posts in advance using tools like Hootsuite. So when you're putting that together, how do you decide what topics and what articles you should send out? And do you send out articles from other people, the whole area of content curation? Absolutely, oh, content from other people. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, again, I don't want to constantly talk about myself. And even the, the fact that I share blog posts about topics that are relevant for people, it still comes from my own blog. So it's still me talking about something. And uh, I think there's great content out there that's not written by me or created by me, but by other people who are absolutely experts um, that I like to share for my channels as well. Yeah, so no, I'm, I'm sharing a lot of content from other people. And you will see when you share content from other people, which is completely fine. It's very common that people share content from other people. When you add mention those people, so when you mention the fact that this is a blog post written by somebody you know, or maybe somebody you only know because of you follow the person on social media, that's another great way to start building a relationship with that person who wrote that article, which again helps your personal brand as well. So a lot of people are talking about social selling. Maybe you could give us an overview of what that is. Absolutely, yeah. So social selling um, basically means that you use your social media profile, so your personal brand, to find prospects and customers. So social selling is a term that we use a lot in a B2B environment. Um, but it goes a bit further than only B2B, but it means that you're building relationships with people, with prospects, with customers that help you to eventually sell or upsell a product. So when you have your LinkedIn profile, which is the most used platform for social selling and you connect or you follow your prospects or customers and LinkedIn has a great tool, which is called sales navigator to focus on social selling only. 
you get a lot of valuable information about your prospects, so the content they share, but also the experience that they have from their LinkedIn profile, the people they're connected to, their colleagues, you find a lot of information. And you can use that information to first build a relationship. So first have interest in the person you want to reach out to. And when you understand what is important to them and you know a bit more about them, then you can reach out to them with the right message because you know what's interesting for them. Them an in-mail, which is um, a paid message via LinkedIn or a normal message when you're already connected. Um, and that's that's really the basics of social selling. So it's using your own pro, uh, social media profiles to build relationships with people to eventually sell your products or services in a nice way. Wendy, what kind of tips do you have for anyone who's either involved in social selling or they really just want to get involved in it in the future? Um, so LinkedIn is the most used platform for social selling in a B2B environment. And um, as I mentioned, with social selling, you're going to use your own profiles to engage with people, to build relationships with your prospects and your customers. So uh, it is really important when you start to do that, that you, as I said, have a complete profile, but also that you connect and um, collect relevant information about your prospects and customers when you use LinkedIn. And, and LinkedIn has a really nice tool, which is called Sales Navigator, specifically developed for social selling. And it helps uh, social sellers to collect information about their prospects and customers. So they can find information about the content they share, the people they're connected to, uh, their colleagues. So everything you need to be good informed about your prospects and your customers. You can use that information when you start to share content, but also when you pick up the phone, when you start to have a conversation. So it means that you're using your social media channels to collect information first, then build a relationship. And, have, and use your personal brand, again, to position yourself as an expert so people start to trust you. And when you have that relationship, you can start to talk about the products and the services that you try to sell. And then you will see that it's easier because people already trust you, so they're more willing to listen to you and look into what you try to achieve, so try to sell your products. So what kind of tips would you have then for someone who wanted to maybe start quickly and then to build their own online brands? Uh, I would say first look at the profiles that you want to use and do a Google search on your own name as well to see what shows up. Maybe there are some old profiles that you forgot about that you don't want people to find when they search for you. So check on your profiles, the ones that you want to use. Make sure that these are complete and that you have profiles that are interesting for the people that you try to reach, uh, which is nine nine out of the ten times not a recruiter but a prospect or a customer or your next manager. And um, look at the profiles. Be very, very honest with yourself and ask yourself the question, is this the right profile to use to start connecting with people? Uh, Pick only one or two profiles and focus on these. So don't try to do all the profiles at once. That's never going to work. Then make sure that you listen to the people that you want to reach. So understand what they're looking for, how you can add value. And when you know that, then start to collect content that you can share with your network and with the people you want to reach. And then start to use tools like Hootsuite to make sure that you're consistent with the content that you share. And never forget to keep it personal. So never become a machine or a very boring profile to follow. 
keep it fun because social media shouldn't be boring. It should be fun. It should be interesting, and you should enjoy when you do it. So, Wendy, what are the, the key favorite websites and blogs that you have? So, sources that you really like to read and get information from. Um, I really like Forbes and Inc.com. I think they're really good. They're very broad in the topics. But I also like to share blog posts from people that blog about a specific topic. So for me, it's a combination of the very well-known big websites like Forbes and Inc.com and then the people who are specialized in specific areas. Some people have a lot of followers, others are brand new, but I think it's nice to have a combination of both. And um, I always use Twitter to find content. So I search for the hashtag social media or the hashtag social selling or marketing. And um, then I go to the top tweets. That gives you an overview of the best performing tweets. And for me, that's the easiest and the fastest way to find content. So I can see there really is an exciting journey ahead for anyone who wants to build their online personal brand. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, in the beginning, it will take time and it will take some effort. But from the moment it becomes a habit and you know how to do it and you know the places to find your content and your profiles are up and running, it's not taking that much time. It becomes more part of your just day-to-day stuff that you're doing. Like it's For me, it's very similar as getting up and taking a shower. Scheduling my content is one of those things that you just do because it's normal and it's just part of your day. And from the moment it becomes a habit... It doesn't take that much effort anymore and it's easy to do and it's fast to do. And once that happens, you're absolutely in the right place and you know for sure you're going to be successful with your social media profiles. Great. I'm completely sold on the idea. So how could the audiences find out more about you and the content you put out there? That's great. It's it's good to hear. And um, you can find me on social media, of course. So if you have any questions after this and you want to reach out to me or you just want to connect with me or just um, search for me I, on all my profiles, it's the same. It's my first name and my last name. So it's Wendy van Gilst. And just ask me the questions you want to ask. And if the questions are interesting enough, I'll write a blog post about it. And otherwise, I will just send you a message with the answers. Thank you, Wendy, so much. This has been a great session. I've really enjoyed it. And I know everyone at home has too. Well, thank you very much. It was really nice to be here and uh, to share my experience and my thoughts on social selling and personal branding. Absolutely. Thank you. So to find out more about how you can build your own online brand, you can find Wendy online. Or you can visit our blog at the Digital Marketing Institute. Also, let us know what you think about building your own online personal brand. You can catch us on Twitter at DMI Group and we'd love to hear from you.